All right, it is grand final leave, but we're going to turn our attention to cricket for the moment. And Amy is supporting Tasmanian doers. Visit iCanWin.com. Timmy, your reaction to Australia's ODI win against India? And, of course, that snapped a five-game losing streak in it the one-day format. Uh, thoughts? I thought it was an impressive win. Um, but we spoke about in South Africa the fact that we didn't have our best team together. Um, and we thought that once we got to India, we'd see more of what our best 11 would look like. We haven't until that third game. Um, and I remember a few weeks ago, you sort of asked, do we have any serious concerns? And I don't think we do. Um, I think what we saw in game three, once we got our very close to what our team's going to look like, you can see how good a side we are. And what I, what I liked the most was David Warner, Steve Smith and Marnus Labuschagne all in good form. And all showing a lot of intent. All looking to score. All taking it on. Mitchell Marsh was sensational. He has been for a long time. But I thought that was the first time in five or six games. Like I said, we got our best team on the park. Best combination. And it looked like we thought it would look. We looked like a top team. Top two or three team in the world. And I think that's where we're going to be. Uh, my only thing going forward is when are we going to use Glenn Maxwell? I thought last game, I know it was his first game back, but there was an opportunity. We like to hold him back all the time, I think. And I thought there was an opportunity at three for to put him in when we were, we were going at like eight and a half and over, put him in then and let him go. Instead, we opted for Alex Carey came out, if you can remember, at five. So I'd like to see when we get off to starts like that in this World Cup, use the big show, use his X Factor, get him out there and try and get 400. Because we were on track for 400 there at one stage and ended up at sort of 350. Um, and I think a, sl a slight tweak, get Max in earlier when we can, uh, and he can push us on to a really, really big score. Um, but apart from that, going forward, I saw our squad was announced last night. I have two concerns with that. Hit One me. is Travis Head. Yep, still in there despite his injury. Well, and, and what I don't know is can we replace him mm. once if he doesn't come right? But secondly, if he does come right, he hasn't, he wouldn't have played cricket for at least six weeks. So, again, it's a huge gamble to take someone into a big tournament, back end of a tournament when teams are starting to fire. We're going to bring in uh, a guy who hasn't played for for a number of weeks. That was my first concern. And secondly, uh, Ashton Agar going out with a calf injury and we haven't replaced him with another option of spin. And now yeah. I know people will say that Glenn Maxwell took four for the other night and did the job, and that's fine. But as the tournament goes on and these pitches start to deteriorate, I think we're going to need the option of a second frontline spinner. Mm. It just puts too much pressure on Max. He's like icing on the cake, he's bowling. We don't want to be relying on him because he can go pear-shaped. He's a part-timer. He's a very good one, and his white ball bowling has developed a lot. But I think most teams over there are going to be picking two high-quality spinners. So I wonder if that could hurt us at the back end. But on... All in all, I was pretty encouraged by the signs, particularly, as I said, our main three or four batters look in great shape. Uh, Stark back in, Cummins back in. Um, it, it's a team that's starting to look really strong. What we do with uh, the Stoinis Green uh, Labuschagne, looks like two of them will play. Um, I must admit I'm probably leaning towards Stoinis ahead of Green just at the moment because I think he's more experienced in finishing innings is with the bat, and he can give us a few overs up front with the new ball, which he's been doing for the last month. So encouraging signs. Um, and I think, yeah, I think we walk out of game three and into the World Cup feeling pretty good about ourselves. 
All right, let's go to domestic cricket because I want to leave uh, a bit of time at the end of the show so we can have one last look at the grand final. But Tasmania, tough start to the Marsh One Day Cup. Two heavy defeats to Victoria and New South Wales. Unpack that for us. Um, Not our best start, no doubt. Um, Ran into a pretty good New South Wales team, it must be said. Um, Wadey out certainly didn't help. But what I was most concerned with was, again, I spoke about it with the Aussies, was the intent that Warner and Smith and Labuschagne showed. I didn't see that from many of the Tassie batters over the weekend or during the week. Um, white ball cricket, you've got to be prepared to go out and take the game on. And I thought we were dictated to by quality bowling in Chris Tremaine and Jackson Bird. There's no doubt. Um, you know, they're both very accurate. They're not express pace. They're not going to blow you out. And I thought we didn't put them under any pressure whatsoever. And when you're as skillful as those two and you're not feeling threatened by a batter, they'll, they'll land it on a two-cent piece. So I think for me going forward, that top order needs to show some more intent. Um, be smart, absolutely, and know where you want to get after them. But for me, we looked a, a little bit timid. Um, and again, it's not a, a technical thing. It's a simple shift of, of, um, of our mindset. And I think if we get that right, we'll, we'll put some competitive totals up. And with a Riley Meredith, who's now unfortunately injured, and a Billy Stanlake coming back into domestic cricket for the first time in a few years, we've got an attack that can do some damage, but we're not going to do any damage if we're only defending 190. And I guess the other big news out of uh, the week's games was Matty Wade's suspension for two matches after slamming his bat into the pitch. And, of course, he's had some indiscretions in the past, which means he's been... He has. Uh, he has to sit out two games. Yeah, but Brent, did you see it? Yeah, I, I I mean, come on. Don't get me wrong. He, he knows he's on a tight leash because of his a couple of things, indiscretions in the past, if you like. But, geez, there wasn't much to it. And to miss two games, two important games at the start of the season, I think it's a huge penalty to play for something that was, that was pretty minor. Mm. Um, but I, I get where Cricket Australia are coming from and the fact that he's he's got some demerit point build up or whatever it is, but it's still got a warrant being rubbed out. I mean, if he, if he got a fine for that, fine. But to take one of the best players out of the competition straight away for, you know, flapping his bat down on into the crease at the end of an over, I thought was probably a little bit of overkill. But on the flip side of that, I think Wadey will probably be disappointed because he knew he was on a, on a short leash. Shout out too to Rachel Treneman who's done an ACL again, uh, which is devastating news. So no luck. Thoughts to her, yeah. No luck at all on the injury front for Rachel. So thinking of you, uh, Tasmania's next assignment, Tim, uh, Marsh Sheffield Shield game, starting against South Australia at Karen Rolton Oval on the 3rd of October, which is obviously only a few days away. So good luck to them in that. All right, we're off to our final break of the morning. Coming back to wrap up the show with our thoughts on the grand final. After this here on SEN Tassie Breakfast.